Welcome to Talkin' Music on KVNF. I'm Corey Stanton, and I'm joined by two of the members of a North Fork Valley band called The Frequencies. I'm speaking with Josh Lividay and David Connolly. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having us. We're talking about their new EP. It's going to come out sometime this summer. It's called Face in the Flames. We're missing Jeremy Wagner, who plays drums, and Tyler Tembrell, who is your bass player. We'll give a little oh. shout out to Jeremy. It's his birthday, and this will air a little bit later, but happy birthday, Jeremy. Happy birthday uh, to you. Okay, we won't do the whole thing. I know, Josh, you from a different band. I know Jeremy from a different band. How did the four of you come together to create the frequencies? It was all Josh, basically. <laughs> Josh, you look shocked. <laughs> well, I played with David since since I first met him when he first came to town. We we started playing, and it just it clicked. Yeah. You know, you you, you resonate with people, and that's that's all I need to know. You know, I, I could learn more about a person by the music they listen to or play than than speaking with them sometimes. So <laughs> when it, when it clicks like that, and it feels good, and I'm a fan of anybody that's passionate and really cares about what it is that they're doing, whatever that may be. And, you know, we, we started out being buddies from the start and, you know, yes. the subject came up like, man, we really should, we should do something. And actually, you know, David said, Let, let's put a band together. You know, we do the duo shows, but let's put some kind of band together and make it happen. And Jeremy was, he's always my first choice. <laughs> always. That's, that's just hands down. That's what it is. So, you know, thought of him and then Tyler's a great player and, we all get along, which helps. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we're all so different, you know? I mean, no one would ever put us together on paper. And yet, like, you know, when we play together, it feels great. And, you know, and we've been playing in Jeremy's, uh, I guess, like side, you know, unit to his house. And he has like a set up there. And, you know, as Josh said, it was one of those things that happened naturally. When he said, you got to meet Jeremy, I was like, sure. You know, and I remember going to that one rehearsal and it was just the three of us, myself, Josh and Jeremy, we didn't have a bass player. But after that rehearsal, we were driving back and I was like, you're right. You know, he's the drummer, you know, and then it was just a matter of like finding the right bass player. And it, it was interesting when Tyler came along at first, like, you know, we were like, wow, what do you do with a kid like this? You know, he's super intelligent. He's kind of like, you know, a bit kind of like computer nerdy, but like, damn, he can play bass. So. You know, it was really fun, like, you know, how, like, as I said, we'd never, no one would ever put us together, but when we start playing together, it just feels right, you know? Mm -hmm. I want to just let our listeners know that Frequencies is spelled with a Z, just in case they go looking for you later. So you've got a new EP coming out. Yeah, it's called uh, Face in the Flames. It came out of basically the photograph that I took. Uh, I went to see a band called Easy Gym. They're like a deadhead cover band uh, that were, you know, awesome. And they were playing in Gunnison uh, last October and it was like a freezing cold raining night and they filled a barn you know and just played uh, like a storming set and afterwards like you know I was hanging out by the bonfire and I was just taking some photographs of the of the flames because it looked like a really cool bonfire and you know like you I'm an artist so when I see something I like I'll just grab my camera and my phone in this case mm -hmm. took a snapshot and the next day I didn't even realize it like it, next day I was just flipping through the photographs and I literally saw a face, like a visible face in the photograph of the flame. And that became like the, what we thought like would be, make a good cover. And then we thought like, you know, face in the flames. It's like, it's like one of those serendipitous moments, like where, you know, you could never have timed it, you know, because it has to, all these obviously embers and have to be in place and, you know, bits of flame to make it look like a face. Mm -hmm. And it clearly does. And everybody was looked at it and some people have even accused me of Photoshopping it, but I, mm. I was just every shot that was taken 
and you know it's pretty amazing so yeah that's cool i don't personally believe in coincidence so i think it had to have been in my opinion intentional and and that you felt compelled to photograph it in that moment yeah like the serendipity yeah you know as we love to call it you know and and those magical moments that you know you can't plan it just to happen you know and it's beautiful i mean as i said when i first met josh and started playing with him i think we just immediately had that the je ne sais quoi factor where we'd never even have to talk to each other or communicate he just knew where i was going and Mm. i knew where he was going and you know that was like kind of a lot of it's very intuitive yeah exactly Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's our excuse for not rehearsing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely grateful to, to be able to reach people the way that we do. I mean, you know, even on, on any scale to be able to get that message out there, because, you know, it just like saying a kind word to somebody, you, you never know if your song could save somebody's life or change the whole trajectory of what it is that they're doing. And, and I feel like we don't give ourselves enough credit for the things that we do as far as how we affect other people. Absolutely. But, you know, I... I really believe that that music could definitely, and it has, it's changed the world. Yes. But even on any scale, it's wonderful to have a part in doing that and know that you play a tune for somebody and they come up and say, man, that really moved me. There's there's nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah. I just love how funky your music is. And uh, let's let's talk about this EP. It's called Face in the Flames. The first song we're going to hear is called What Has Love Done for You? Yes. So uh, What Has Love Done for You really came from a, a, a question that was asked by a friend of mine, Joe Sterling on Maui, he walked into rehearsal because we were jamming at the time with a band called What The Funk. And um, he just walked in and he said, guys, I have a question for you. And we are like, what is it, Joe? And Joe's like just a joker. And he said, what has love done for you? Mm-hmm. We are like, hmm, that's a good question. So we, all sat around. we all sat around, we laughed. And then we thought, okay, this could be a song. And then like literally within 20 minutes, it kind of was. So I just, it was very easy to write because I kind of thought, okay, well, I could go any which direction here with this one. Uh, and then it was just a matter of like, when I brought that to the boys, cause it was kind of like in, in it's kind of like early formative stages. Uh, and we never really had a chance to flesh it out because of course the COVID came along. So when I came back to Paonia and I said, well, here's this song. And they were like, great you know because like i didn't know that jeremy is like a huge james brown fan so he was like a total funk drummer i, I didn't know that josh is like a total like funk. well i knew josh was a funk lover because like two of us have been playing it for a while and then of course tyler like you know with this i had no idea tyler could play funk lines like that you know so again it was just like uh, it almost kind of like was shocking that it kind of happened and materialized so quickly and uh, all i can say is like way beyond my expectation so i'm very grateful to the guys for how they put this together because you know, we're, we're like kind of like, wow, these guys like actually have a, a kind of like a, a groovy kind of feel that you just don't know. We're playing behind the beat, they're kind of, but they're kind of like edgy. And yeah, it, it's it's definitely an interesting cocktail. And I don't think, as I said, I don't think you could try to put it together. It's one of those things that just either happens or it doesn't, you know what I mean? The best kind. <laughs> I, I think so too, yeah. Let's take a listen to What Has Love Done For You. This is brand new, unreleased music from The Frequencies off of their upcoming EP, Face In The Flames. Thank you. 
What? 
we just heard What Has Love Done For You, brand new music from The Frequencies off of their upcoming EP, Face in the Flames. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Talk and Music on KVNF. I'm Corey Stanton. I'm talking with David Connolly and Josh Livaday via Zoom. David, you look like you're at home in Paonia and um, Josh, you're in Texas. <laughs> I am in Texas. We, we drove down here to see the boys' grandparents, Jen's parents, and um, I've got some gigs back home. You know, I, I actually... Tyler's playing with me at a, a wedding. Mike Gillespie from The Living Farm, his wedding on, on the 15th. And then he has Cohere on the 22nd. So yeah, he's- That too. That's like some real rock star stuff going on right there. Uh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think that Josh and I are kind of like, we're born for this and it just feels very natural. So it makes me laugh. And at the same time, I kind of, I knew it was coming. You know, I remember someone saying, you need to make Josh famous. I'm like, uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> we should make Josh famous. <laughs> working on it. Working on it. Oh, we'll chip away. One of these days, it'll just happen like uh, effortlessly, except for all the effort that already went except into all it. Except for all, all the preparation, all the travel, all the back and forth. Manifesting plays a big part in it too. I, I believe Amen. wholeheartedly in that, and and yep. what we think and what we feel, it, it puts out you know that that particular energy, and it comes back. So, uh, speaking to that. I went to my first Red Rock show yeah, the other baby. day and you know, I've wanted to have what that feels like and looks like in my head so I can close my eyes and look out from the stage and look up and really make the whole round of it. Mm -hmm. So it's not just imagining like, Oh, I'd like to do this, that I'm imagining exactly how it's going to happen. And how it feels. I, you know, I, I, I talk about it like mm. it's happening instead of being like, Oh, I'd like to, or one day it's like, mm -hmm. no, this is, this is happening. And, I realize my purpose. I, everybody's got things that, that they're supposed to do or things that would be helpful for, for other people, which I mean, really, if you've got gifts, you're supposed to help people with them. So this is me magnifying my calling in that way. Beautiful. Good way of putting it. Yeah. Let's talk about your song called Inside. This has got some deep meaning. One of the lines that really stood out to me, I think it, this is maybe repeated through the chorus, caught up in a system where the blind still lead the blind. And then another line, you'll never take the man inside. And talk to me about what is this song about? Inside was written actually 20 years ago when I first kind of in that mode of alarm, which actually was brought about by, you know, the whole Rage Against the Machine thing. And I was kind of like saying, you know what, like, I already felt like there, there was this huge push to try and coerce and control everything that was being said to us, everything that was being fed to us. I felt like there was just, it was very matrixy. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was the best way of describing it. And that's the zone that I was in. So what I felt like, you know, in saying it in the course is like, you'll never take this man alive because, you know, I'm going to be human. And, uh, and therefore, like, if, if I have to die being human, I will, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, but I will go, I'm going to remain human and you're not going to turn me into a machine. So that's kind of like the whole essence of like, you know, that, that song, uh, in a nutshell, even though it kind of goes a lot of different places, but it's essentially saying that, you know, uh, yeah. I guess, you know, you know I, I realized that I was given this gift uh, as an artist to express myself, like, uh, and to speak this truth that I was feeling in my heart that even though like it was sometimes even though I felt like it was a, a fart in a spacesuit, I knew that it had to be spoken, you know? I've it's never like, heard that. And it was like, it was really unpopular. Like when I first wrote this song, like I, I, like I had some really strong reactions to it. And interestingly enough, the best reaction I ever had to it was in this Hollywood house in the hills 
where like I realized that I didn't know at the time, but the guy was actually a record producer and he gave me his number and I basically lost it. And I didn't even know where I was because that night I was a little drunk and I remember just passing out somewhere. But, you know, it was one of those things like where it was crazy, like how like the one person that, you know, that you really should be connecting with was the person who actually said, yes, I really want to hear this and I want to do something with it. And then you lose his number. So, <laughs> oh, no. So all I'm saying is like, there is a reason for everything. And I've learned to accept that in my life. And, and it just wasn't the right time for that song. And, mm -hmm. um, but it's really interesting. I buried it. I forgot about it. And only recently I was in my cabin here and it's actually in Crawford, which is close to Peonia. But I was in the cabin and I remember picking up my acoustic guitar because I was really sad about like the vaccination push uh, that everybody in the world has to be vaccinated because we can't trust our immune system. Uh, and therefore like we have to trust these people who have not experimented with it on anything else. And we're supposed to be part of that experiment, apparently. So I was kind of like, you know, like I cannot believe that this is happening right now. And, and it was that song that came through inside. Like there was like, you know, this is inside. Mm -hmm. You wrote it then, but it's really for now. Yeah, I would have never known. I totally thought you probably wrote this within the last year. It seems very pertinent to That's everything you just described. Yeah. Well, let's take a listen to Inside. This is unreleased brand new music from The Frequencies. Don't like to live by rules When too few people win Do you see differently? Cause I believe in freedom For everyone Tried to suppress it, locked the world outside. Major changes coming, and change won't be denied. Not this time. So you can take away possessions, try to take my time. Can take all of the money, it never was mine. You can judge me, think you know my mind, but you'll never take the man inside. Love 
was a song called Inside Brand New Music from the Frequencies, a North Fork Valley-based band. It's off of their upcoming EP called Face in the Flames. I'm Corey Stanton, and you're tuned in to Talkin' Music on KVNF, and I'm speaking with Josh Livaday and David Connolly via Zoom. Thank you guys again for joining me. It's really cool to get to hear what you guys have been putting together. I believe you recorded this with Daniel B. What was that like? Yeah. That was great. Thumbs up, David, it giving thumbs up. <laughs> He's a good producer as well as as far as what would sound good or different ideas. He's yes. He's very creative and very patient and understanding. And I, I've known Daniel for for some time now, and I, I hadn't really recorded with him, but uh, I I just like him as a person, so it makes it a lot easier. You know, he's just a cool guy. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was a very pleasant, very pleasant experience, and we just knocked it out, man. Man, he was amazing. Like, you know, I mean, I've worked with like a dozen producers in my time and I found him so easy to work with, professional. He'll just throw something in like, you know, like uh, when when we did uh, uh, Big Brother, you know, that breakdown section, like, you know, where basically Jeremy's playing like what is kind of like a very much a reggae kind of like, you know, backbeat kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he just like automatically just threw on like, you know, this echo thing that like is used a lot in dub and reggae, you know, this da, 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 which he, which he, in, in his mind, he just like thought I can hear this. And he just went ahead and did it. And we're just like, that's brilliant. You know, yeah. I, I, it's just the little things, these little kind of like touches that just make, you know, what's a good recording even better. And, and therefore it totally blew my expectations. Like he was, you know, I, I personally would give him producer credit for this for sure. Oh, wow. Cool. Well, he sees the big picture in, in what he's doing. It's, it's not just, okay, we're recording this song. It's, it's more of the landscape of the whole thing, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, what do you get? What, what, what do you want to get across here? Mm. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit more about big brother. When did you write this song? Well, that was a song that was written together because we were actually in, you know, playing together. And I think that we were all feeling, as I said, through the COVID thing, because that's when we started to really, you know, start jamming. It was in the summer when Josh uh, basically said, you got to meet Jeremy. Um, <laughs> that I remember like, you know, one night, like we were just talking about like, you know, just federal overreach and the fact that like, you know, that we're all having to wear masks and we're all being told what to do and where to go. And all of a sudden it's like this whole draconian society that's been ushered in uh, with the excuse of uh, a virus uh, that 99% of the population recover from. And, uh, and I just, you know, the four of us were kind of like, is the world losing its mind? And we're like, maybe it is. You know, and that's kind of like what Big Brother was about. It was like, don't come knocking on my door because, you know, we're just like, we're not like you. We don't really believe what you believe. So you might be looking for a survey or looking for us to go and get vaccinated, but it's just not going to happen because we're just not, we're not buying into it, essentially. So that was kind of like what Big Brother was about, you know. Here is Big Brother, brand new music from The Frequencies. It started as a Said it was for the best Now you're ashamed if you don't behave like everyone else Please don't pretend to be my friend When you believe the means justify the end To come and knock my door To come and knock my door 
just heard an unreleased song called Big Brother. This is new music from The Frequencies. They've got a brand new EP coming out this summer called Face in the Flames. You're listening to Talk and Music on KVNF. I'm Corey Stanton. I'm talking with David Connolly and Josh Lividay via Zoom. And uh, we're going to go out on one more song called Fukushima Shrimp. This one's kind of like a little bit of some dark humor for me. I'm like laughing at your line that goes practically glowing. And um, I love the guitar in this one. So yeah, yeah, talk to talk to me about Fukushima shrimp. Oh my God. Um, again, it actually came out of a conversation I was having with my love, Rebecca. And we were literally talking about the fact that, you know, how Fukushima has all of a sudden out of the media and it's all about COVID. And yet like uh, they're still leaking you know, a lot of uh, radioactive waste into the Pacific Ocean that's literally drifting right across the ocean. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, we had this kind of like bizarre moment where we just imagined, could you imagine like if you were in a restaurant and all of a sudden, you know, you looked at the menu and, and Fukushima shrimp was on the menu. I mean, what are the chances that you'd order it? And, and therefore, like, you know, it was from that conversation, I remember just going, this is like going to be, make a good song. And I had like this dream of like, you know, being in a, a restaurant in Osaka, hanging out with an alpaca. And I didn't even know why I chose Osaka alpaca. I just, you know, I just did. Um, just like randomly, because I knew like at least I, I'd be in Japan. So the chances are like, that's probably where you'd see a menu with Fukushima shrimp. Um, but like, the, here's the bizarre part, right? And Josh will attest to this. I, I never met an alpaca at this point in my life. And six months later, I move on to a property here in Crawford with an alpaca. Oh, that's a sign. <laughs> Call Al. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think you should find an animator to do a music video for this well, song and well, like, feature so Al. Because, yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what we, we yes. plan to do. To finish the story, I'm on a plane, like, you know, to Maui, and like literally the guy in front of me, in the seat in front of me, like, uh, was introducing himself to this couple who were sitting next to him. And he said, hi, my name is Ocean. And they're like, hi, Ocean. I like, uh, you know, what do you do? And he's like, I'm an animator. <laughs> and I was like, what? So I, like, I literally said, do you have a card? And he's like, yeah, I sure do. He gives me his card. Like, you know, I sent him the song. He loves it. And now actually we're already kind of talking about concepts, like, you know, for an animated video for Fukushima Shrimp, because he said it has to be done. Yeah. So how about that? That's amazing. You got to keep us posted so we can help debut that video. I can't wait to see it personally. How can our listeners find your new music? And I know you have some shows coming up. So where can we see you all play in person? Well, the first show will be this coming Friday at Louie's, uh, which is Friday the 14th. And we're going to play, you know, from about 7 to 9.30 or so. So get there early because it's going to be pretty busy. And we're going to play on the back patio, which would be really cool. So I can't wait for that. And then uh, we're playing Cohere the following Saturday, which is Coheregathering.com. 
And uh, this is, promises to be a, a fantastic gig because we have Copper Children coming. And, uh, you know, Paul Black, who puts that together, is like really, really looking forward to it. He feels like it's going to be the best one yet. So that's um, May 22nd, Saturday, May 22nd, for anybody who wants to look it up. It's coheregathering.com. And then, uh, yeah, Josh, anything to say? You can check this out or stay up to date on our Facebook page. And remember to spell the frequencies with a Z. So we spell it F-R-E-Q-U-E-N-Z-I-E-S. I just want to say I really appreciate talking music. I mean, the show, it's been around for as long as I've been in town, about six years. And the first one I was on was way, way back in the day with Mike Gwynn and Harry Harpoon. Nice. Right on. So, I mean, I've loved this show for a long time and I appreciate all that you guys do, man. To have a radio station like this is, I, I've never experienced that anywhere else in my life. That's such a, a community involved and, you know, applied radio station. It's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I second that wholeheartedly. And, uh, you know, just for this, you, Corey, for all you do and, and what you're doing, like to promote, um, you know, local music, which is for me huge. You know, we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you guys so much. I'm going to cry. Yeah, man. Mahalo. You've been listening to Talk and Music on KVNF. I'm Corey Stanton. Visit kvnf.org for more Talk and Music programs and for a direct link to the frequencies music. We'll go out on one more unreleased song called Fukushima Shrimp. This is off of Face in the Flames. Thank you for listening. He said, I'm pleased to meet you as he introduced the menu. I was somewhere in Osaka, hanging out with an alpaca. There were dragons on the walls, but they weren't scary at all. Compared to the menu, I don't know how to tell you. I saw Fukushima shrimp, Fukushima shrimp. You might watch your name on a blimp, but I ordered Fukushima shrimp, Fukushima shrimp. Fukushima shrimp, you might watch your name on a blimp. Don't order Fukushima shrimp. The room started spinning a few minutes after eating. My alpaca friend went home, leaving me alone. So I took two shots of sake. Before I took a taxi to my hotel room Where I passed out till noon It was the Fukushima shrimp Fukushima shrimp You might watch your name on a blimp But don't order Fukushima shrimp Fukushima shrimp Fukushima shrimp You might watch your name on a blimp But don't order Fukushima shrimp said hey doc let me tell you i don't feel in the zone he said we could run tests but we have no real way of knowing i said doc are you kidding me i'm practically glowing from the fukushima shrimp the fukushima shrimp you might want your name on a blimp but i ordered fukushima shrimp fukushima shrimp fukushima shrimp you might want to feel like a pimp but don't order Fukushima shrimp. Show me what you're working with. Show me what you're working with. Show me what you're working with.
Show me what you're working with. Show me what you're working with. Show me what you're working with.